Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, guys. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast we need to be listened to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, a quick programming note. Um, doing Raw every Monday night is a royal pain in my ass. And so Larson and I talked about it and uh, barring any uh, advertising obligations that might potentially get in the way, but we can figure that out. Uh, we're going to start moving our raw reviews to Tuesdays when we do our typical news brief. We're going to do it much in the way we do our NXT reviews. Now we'll mm -hmm. couple a news item with a Monday Night Raw episode, recap, or review in podcast yeah. form on yeah. Tuesdays. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, we, because of pandemic, we were able to uh, add uh, quite a bit of stuff to our slate, including doing these reviews right after Raw. Um, same with AEW and SmackDown. Um, uh, uh, we, we've been at, able to add impact streams, which we both love. Mm -hmm. uh, now we do NXT UK watch alongs, which are a lot of fun uh, on Thursdays. And we couple that with news brief. Um, but uh, as far as Monday nights are concerned, this is going to be it 
for that. Again, we have to talk to our management team, make sure that the, I mean, the bottom line stuff. is that raw is not an enjoyable program. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we'd much, both much rather be doing, uh, just basically just about anything Yeah, from 5 PM to 8 PM Pacific time, rather than having to sit through raw all three hours of it. Right. Uh, and so, uh, we've done it for about a year doing these raw reviews right after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of me as a competitive individual doesn't like giving up on it at the same time. Like I drive myself insane or make myself miserable doing something that I don't enjoy. Uh, and I think you feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, it just makes sense. Um, you know, if, and when we're like, if raw turns the corner creatively, and and becomes must see TV again, then we'll reevaluate. Yeah, if there are, because I mentioned this to you, I said, hey, dude, if there are episodes that are specially themed episodes that we know, wild card finals, wild card finals. If it seems clear that hey, they're going to do something big on this episode, if there's a big return planned, you know, a t- like a, a WWE title match that seems like something important could happen. Right, exactly. Like they usually telegraph when that stuff is going to happen. Um, then yeah, we'll go ahead and, you know, we'll, we'll call an audible, you know, it's our channel. We can do kind of what we want with it. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I believe I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, fightful, uh, still, I mean, I don't know exactly how many people still do immediate post shows. Um, I think there's a handful of them out there. If you look on Twitch, there's probably plenty. If you look on YouTube, it's probably plenty. Um, so if you need your fix, it's right there, but like, yeah. Our, we're our, still going to do them. Don't mean make yeah. a mistake. We're still going to review. Yeah, we're going to do it live. Gonna Tuesday. We're going to do it live on Tuesdays. It's just going to be Tuesday. Um, and we're still going to do AEW live after the show. We're going to do SmackDown live after mm-hmm. the show. That stays in place. Um, you know, we offer quite a lot of programming here on the channel, whether it's on our Twitch, whether it's on our YouTube. Um, this is uh, kind of for our, for I, I think for two things. Number one, for our own well-being. We get to spend a Monday night you know, a bit more family time, given that we've added Wednesday nights, Friday nights, you know, we have Thursday night impact, uh, yeah. pay-per-view. We always do that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. So it does allow us some time to, to breathe a little bit with the family. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I just, I, I honestly feel like doing it next day, being able to watch it and skip through the commercials and skip through the recaps. So the experience is more like an hour and 45 minutes, an hour 50, whatever. Um, I feel like that's going to make for a more enjoyable product that we can come to the next day and and be a bit more be a bit less down about it in general, even well, if I it's even it, if it's our approach to it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, too, is, you know, we have to like I, I sit in this chair, the same chair I'm sitting in right now for three hours watching Raw. And I'm tired of sitting in this chair, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of sitting in this chair because by the time I get out of this chair, I'll be sitting here for about five hours. Mm hmm kind of tired of sitting in there yeah even in a good raw still a little grumpy because guess what sit in the same chair for five hours <laughs> so if we can break it up give you a chance to get out of this chair stretch the legs yeah maybe grab a small bowl of chips a snack of some sort yeah some nourishment to power me through that'd be great yeah um but yeah it just it just seems like it's time um really when it comes down to it raw's just not a good show tonight not a good show um you know like every episode of raw there's there's moments of, of of good stuff, on a rare occasion moments of greatness. Um, it's just bogged down, by and large, in three hours of mostly boring, uh, at times uh, like creatively inept, mm-hmm. 
um, and 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 on occasion some real head scratching decisions, uh, like all the stuff with Orton and Riddle. Still largely pretty entertaining. Pretty entertaining stuff. I th- I, I, I yeah I like that a lot tonight. Main event tonight, great. Yeah, not exactly the outcome I was hoping for, but still a hell of a match. I was really I was really pulling for Kofi. I was Same. really pulling for Kofi. Same. I, I had um, a feeling though they were just gonna yeah run it back. Uh, uh, Jimmy Smith, new play by play announcer. On the on the raw team, had a really strong first showing. I thought um, within minutes, yeah, he did. He was so he was such a great fresh. He seemed uh, more comfortable, and, and you know, it, it's calling various sports is 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 obviously different because there's different, like baseball, which I think Adnan does does has a very languid pace. <laughs> yeah. It's a slow paced game, so you can go off on tangents and conversations, like literally in between pitches. And not miss anything, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's by and large not fast-paced action. Uh, Jimmy Smith coming from the world of combat sports, MMA. He's used to the pace of fights, mm-hmm. which wrestling is trying to simulate. Um, and so I think just the pacing, the cadence of the action, uh, fits. You know what he's been doing far more probably what what Adnan yeah. was used to. Yeah. Um, there's probably not not could be a learning curve quite as steep for Jimmy Smith because of that, as opposed mm-hmm. to Adnan. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did. Yeah. I thought he did fine. Yeah. No, I, 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 I thought he was wonderful. I thought, you know, he was, it, it, it's, it's, it's two things. Number one, if I don't notice you, you're probably doing a pretty decent job. He blended in perfectly night one. He knew the names of moves. Um, his exclamations uh, were motivated and made sense, and they just didn't seem like they were just thrown in there like Adnan tended to do. And he was just trying to bring enthusiasm to it. You know, he was trying to do what he could do. Um, but I think Jimmy Smith is a much better addition. Um, you know, hopefully he enjoys it uh, uh-huh. <laughs> sitting there in that chair for three hours. Having Vince yeah. barking your ear. Yeah. At least I don't have that going on. Yeah, I know. Vince yeah, barking see. in my ear for sitting in the chair for five hours. Could be, could be worse. Um, it but could yeah. be worse. I thought, dude. I honestly thought in three. I thought that there was some, some maddening stuff today on Raw. Just some some stuff that literally drove us to this decision. Because I I texted you at five twenty four, and said I'm over this. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's figure a way out of it. I'm like, you know, we coupled it with news brief. I think last week. What did we? Why did we do that last week? Uh oh, because your internet went down. I had the big internet outage. That's right. Um. And uh, and yeah, you know, when we find some news on a Tuesday, we can couple with that. Like, it's not going to hurt hurt us in terms of our views. Um, it just it you know, it, it's just I, I don't want to go through this. I'm tired of talking about raw headaches. Like, it's just not. Yeah, I got one right now. Yeah, it sucks. The only reason why I don't is because we made this decision, and I know this is the last. That's how. That's the only reason why I don't. Right. Otherwise, it'd be like, oh, miserable. Told yeah. Lacey she's all into it. Uh, so, anyways. so uh, yeah, as always, some good, some bad, a lot of boring. Um, one particular maddening decision uh, is is after weeks of build, they actually built them up to be kind of challengers for the tag titles. They broke up Elias and Riker, seemingly unmotivated. Completely. They unmotivated. tried to motivate it yeah. after the fact. Elias was saying, essentially, when uh, Amos was, I'm paraphrasing, Putting me through the LED board. Where was Riker? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After uh, I helped him beat AJ Styles, and you can probably go back in time 
because Elias and Riker have been a thing for a little while now. Yeah, you can probably see find any number of opportunities why Elias could have used the same logic to break up with them earlier. You know, I mean, I can't off the top of my head, I can't think about it, but they've been mixing it up with a lot of people for a while now. And it's just, it seemed completely unmotivated. I, I actually thought, and there's no way they were ever going to do this. And if they tried, they wouldn't have pulled it off right. But when Elias said, hey, do you know what it's like to go into battle? And then Riker gave him that little shoot line of, yeah, I've been to Iraq and then left. It would have been a bit more interesting if, if Elias was like, man, he made me feel like shit just then. <laughs> you know, because like he just brought like real life into it and I wasn't trying to go that heavy. And now he did that. And that's like they would never do that because like they wouldn't know how to handle that kind of you know logic. And I don't even know if I want that in my programming. But uh, but I mean, you know, yeah, this didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. And now sense. we have a baby face Riker. Riker he is. He's got look. say what you will about Riker. He's got a great look. He's got a great look. Um, but I mean, that's kind of it. Yeah. And then he's got some. He's got some issues, obviously. That we don't really have to talk about here. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I think I think Vince probably sees this guy. He's like, oh yeah, let's push him. Let's keep Ricochet and Ali on main. I know Ricochet was on and Ali were on TV tonight, but let's put their two out of three falls match on main event. I know. And keep Riker here on I Raw. Know. I know. Spotlight let's, role. Let's release two thirds of Forgotten Sons. Let's yeah. Release Cutler and 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 Wesley Blake, but we'll keep Riker. A couple of really good wrestlers, but we'll keep this guy. We'll keep this guy. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and then, and then of course, there was Shayna Baszler losing to Reginald. I was totally expecting that to happen, so I guess maybe it didn't bum me. You know, I, I was disappointed by it, but I wasn't like, oh, gosh, you know, this is a final straw. I was totally expecting that to happen once that match was made. Totally expecting it. I happen. mentioned this in the pre-show. I thought there was a line they wouldn't cross. And I mentioned this also when Shayna Baszler had that interview not long ago where she talked about the conversation she had with Vince and Vince was saying, oh, you know, we all know what you could do work rate. You save that for the pay-per-views now. We've seen that in NXT. This is different. It's main roster. It's sports entertainment. And this is what that turns into. And God bless her. She's doing her best. Like I thought that every time Shayna Baszler says anything, does anything, she does everything and more that's expected of her. But like this is not you don't sports entertainment up somebody who clearly should be just annihilating people on a night to night basis. I'll, I'll be honest. What actually disappointed me more than Shayna losing to Reginald was Shayna is going to be in the program with Alexa Bliss now is going to lose more. Yeah, you're right about that. That bums me out more. It doesn't, but he, yeah, it doesn't bum me out more though because this is Reginald. He's a clown act, like that. Just on principle, just like last week, I was like, on principle, you should never write down on the booking sheet on 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 Pat Patterson's a, a address book. You should never write down the words Jackson Riker pins AJ Styles to get the win. That's never yeah, be written that should down. Never happened. That Nor never happened. should you ever write down Reginald. Rolls up Shayna Baszler for the win. I don't care what the circumstances are. You should never write that down. I don't disagree with that. However, given how, how they've been booking Shayna uh, like the last three months, given all the stuff going on with the pyro, I was like, yeah, I would be surprised if Reginald wins this. Because fire sure happened. Happen, yeah. Because fire happens. But then it's like whatever they're doing with Bliss, 
it's like the ultimate spinning wheel situation with with Alexa Bliss oh, right now. It's basically been the same thing for two months. That's another reason why I'm kind of okay with Shayna and Alexa getting into a thing because Alexa's a, she's she's it she needs to be dislodged from the spinning wheels thing. She is the inheritor of the fiend powers. And I don't believe that Bray Wyatt has any creative input on this because she wouldn't be spinning her wheels. This is like water. This is like that's the, the sequel to Donnie Darko. Remember that had nothing to do with uh, Richard Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. Or the mm-hmm. sequel to American Psycho, mm-hmm. which was just a straight to VHS movie with uh, mm-hmm. what's her face. It was uh, Mila Kunis, right? Yeah. And that's what Alexa Bliss is. Um, and yes, yeah, so, and, and Shayna Baszler is going to lose this stuff and that sucks but at least alexa bliss is a former champion at least she's got supernatural powers to motivate this stuff Shayna lost to a clown act tonight cirque du soleil guy that's my bigger issue but i understand where you're coming from because it's a bigger thing i get that well i think also too it's a matter of expectations i was expecting Shayna to lose tonight so when it was happened expectations met was i happy about that no but expectations met. There was no sense of disappointment per se there because I was expecting it to happen. And I guess maybe I should have expected Shane to get into a thing with Alexa. I guess I kind of was. Uh, uh, but just given the her trajectory the last few months of taking L's across the board, yeah, she's going to get into another program where she's going to be taking a bunch more L's. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I like, just... I, if, 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 if one L to Reginald means she gets into a program and she starts winning matches, cool. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I expected that to happen. Now if she can get on a path where it'll lead to wins, cool. But that's not what it's going to be. Yeah. It's just bad and bad. It's bad compounded by bad yes. is what we're saying yeah. here. Yeah. If bad led to good, yeah. fine. Right. Bad's leading to more bad. Yeah. When does Shayna's contract comes up? AEW could use some star power in their women's division. Yeah. They've got a yeah. brand new uh, 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 heel champion. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. it kicked mm-hmm. off with a Memorial Day video package. Corey introduced new commentator Jimmy Smith. Raw opened, thank God, wow, with Ms. TV. Well, I'm about thank God. Maybe uh, they were like, okay, well, uh, if people don't turn off right away, then I guess we got them for the whole duration of the show. What's their rating going to be this week? You think it's going to get to one and a half? It was, one it point, it was like 1.7 last week, I think. It was 1.6 something. That was like a high 1.6, yeah. Eesh. It'll be around one and a half. It'll be around one and a half. Yeah. Probably. So anyways, yeah, Ms. TV kicked the show off. Uh, he's not a zombie. <laughs> he should be. He probably, he probably should be. I mean, that's how it works. He should be. I saw the Army only- of the Dead. That's how it works. That's how it works. He was surrounded, engulfed by zombies. Like The, the, the only saving grace of this whole segment was John Morrison wearing the, the thing of garlic around his neck. Mm-hmm. And that was just the sight gag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it. I laughed. I was like, all right, I see what he's doing. Um, and then that was the extent of it. Everything else is like, oh, uh, I got hurt during my match, the lumberjack match. 
at that point, he finally notices that John Morrison has like 12 cloves of garlic around his neck. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm preparing in case anybody attacks us, vampires, aliens, you know, who, whoever. He's got a, a drip stick. It's like those little water shooters. Uh, but anyways, Miz says he had an epiphany while he's away. He had to get back on Raw because they're going on the road. He also realized that he's accomplished so much in his career. It's time for him to give back to support superstars like John Morrison or his guest tonight. He introduced Charlotte. Um, he says to her, three weeks, you could be champ again. Charlotte says, yeah, Rhea's had a good story. A fairy tale win at Mania, but life isn't a fairy tale. Uh, in three weeks, I'll be sending Rhea to hell. Rhea comes out, tells Charlotte, say you're going to send me to hell. You can go to hell. Gets right in her face. And Miz is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know this is your first time, uh, Rhea, on Miz TV. Let's sit. Let's chit-chat. Let's get to know you a bit. And then Rhea's talking about how she's a nightmare to everyone in the women's division. If they want to interview her in three weeks' time, she's still going to be the champion. Uh, Charlotte says Rhea couldn't even beat Nikki Cross last week. Miz goes, oh, that's true. Throws the video of that. Uh, they come back. Charlotte says she couldn't beat Nikki. Why do you think she could beat her? This brings Nikki Cross out. First, he apologizes for interrupting. Talks about being Rhea last week. Thinks it's only fair now that she challenges the winner of their match at Hell in a Cell. She's not asking to step in front of line to Charlotte considering she beat Rhea. She just wants the winner of the Hell in a Cell match. She wants that title opportunity. And Charlotte's like, if life was fair, I'd be champion already. Uh, Rhea talks about Nikki earning her respect. Um, and then uh, Nikki tells Charlotte that she could beat her in two minutes. And if she did, then would she grant her the title shot? And then Charlotte says, I could beat you in a minute. Nikki slaps her. Charlotte accepts the challenge. Why wasn't this a beat the clock challenge with the clock to set to one minute? That is what Charlotte said. Yeah, I know. I you know, They hit copy and paste so often. The one time they don't, it doesn't make any sense. It should have been a one-minute beat-the-clock challenge because Charlotte said, I can beat you in a minute. This whole thing was so stilted, too. Nobody acts right. Like, Rhea comes out. She has, like, the worst line. You said you're going to take me to hell. You can go to hell. Who writes that shit? It's awful dialogue. It's awful dialogue. She's clearly uncomfortable. Nikki Cross coming out, acting like asking permission for stuff. Why isn't she going to Adam Pierce? Why don't these people know how to, like ask for matches and stuff. So in this it's a speed the clock challenge. It's a two-minute clock. Should probably be one minute. So in this match, Nikki wrestles like she probably should have wrestled last week, rolling out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, stalling, milking the clock. So she would get in, Charlotte would or she would roll out. Charlotte would go after. She'd roll back in. Just repeat that a few times. Uh at one point, uh Nikki rolls out. Uh, Charlotte's given chase. Nikki kind of hides behind Rhea, who's sitting at commentary. And Charlotte's talking crap to Rhea. So Nikki gets back in the ring. Uh, Charlotte does too. Charlotte hits a couple strikes, puts Nikki on the top rope. Uh, Nikki hits Charlotte with a DDT, follows with a drop kick. And Charlotte just gr- pretty much brushes all that off, picks up Nikki's legs, trying to, the, to get the lock on a figure four. Time expires. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I texted you. Why is this so bad? Because <laughs> this yeah. doesn't help Nikki Cross at all. No, it makes her look incredibly weak. It just makes her look incredibly weak. Like her whole demeanor makes her look incredibly weak. And I know that like she had that. She was sort of playing off of Alexa before when they were a team. And it was much more palatable 
But her just on her own like this, it's like, I don't need her to be sort of feral like she was back in NXT. But man, she's like one of the best wrestlers they have. You know? Show that. Anyways, after that, we had Riddle and Priest backstage. Riddle really does have good... Ken- now, now that they've sort of focused Riddle's comedic stuff, it's much better. So he was getting Spanish lessons from Priest. He tells him how to say a bunch of stuff, and he finishes with, how do you say, hey, Randy? And Priest gets really serious. Which, by the way, where was Priest tonight besides this? He gets really no serious. Else. And he says, hey, Randy. And we all know what's happening. Randy's there. And he says, no, I thought you were going to say something else. Like, And then he's, he's like, he, he points... And then he looks, and Randy's there. He says, oh, Ola Randy, what's a... He says, Ola Randy, <laughs> which is a little Randy. And uh, so anyways, uh, Randy says, hey, I saw last week you used my finish to win your match. And Riddle's like, oh, yeah, dude, you know, I just felt it. It was great. And he's like, we got to be on the same page if this tag team thing is going to work. He says, why don't you come with me to my match tonight? Hang out ringside. Maybe you'll learn a few things. Riddle gets very excited. That's when he starts rambling about the RKO, and Randy tells him to shut it. But the whole time, Randy looks tickled. He looks mm-hmm. like he wants to laugh. This is really fun stuff. Randy's really into it. Riddle's really into it. They have terrific chemistry, and I really love this match. Randy Orton versus Xavier Woods, which was next. Yeah, another strong showing for Xavier Woods. Uh, Xavier and Kofi got some new gear. Power Rangers inspired. Go, go, Power Rangers. We were huge fans of this back in the day, Larson. Your cave haven things, brother. <laughs> uh, so uh, early on, Orton hits his customary belly to back on the commentary table. Go to commercial, come back. Uh, Wood has hit some offense. He hits a form that has this great like sliding flatliner. That was awesome. Mm, yeah. Uh, he's he's hitting Orton with some punches in the corner. Uh, Orton gouges his eyes. Hit a power bomb. Gets a two count. Uh, Orton uh, rolls Woods the apron. He's looking for the draping DDT. He's t- talking to Riddle. Hey pay attention uh but doing that allows uh xavier woods chance to escape he hits uh he starts working over orton's arm locks on a fujiwara arm uh, arm bar orton gets the ropes then hits the draping ddt is looking for an rko woods counters to a backslide um gets a two there he charges orton after the kick out and orton catches him and hits a bro derrick he gets uh woods in positions winks over at riddle winks at riddle Hits the bro Derek to get the win, and Riddle is is maybe the most excited I've ever seen. Beside himself, and so he's celebrating. He's rolling around on his scooter outside, and then he gets in and he does the pose. And Randy is this close. He starts to lift his lifts his hands, and then he just pats him and he walks on. Yeah, I I I know it's six weeks away, but do they save the very first pose that he does for oh, fans? For oh yeah, probably. Oh man, the crowd would explode. This is really good stuff. This is the like the one I was like, wow, this is good. If this was on a two hour show, surrounded by a bunch of other cool stuff, stuff. it'd be strong stuff. It'd be be really strong stuff. Here's the worry. Well, I I guess not worry because it'll lead to potential uh, uh, a good storyline for Riddle. Is say SummerSlam, they get a title shot, uh, tag titles, fail to get the titles. Orton's going to turn on them right there. Do you think it's more likely, given how good this is, that they would let them get a run with the titles it's first? It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. I hope they do that. I hope that you, you have an opportunity to do kind of similar something that you did with like uh, uh, Kenny and Hangman, where it's like they end up being such a strong team. They get them, 
And then it's like, it's just in, you know, I mean, they were, they were talking about it tonight. I think Jimmy Smith was talking about it. You know, you lay in bed with a snake or whatever it is. Um, You know, obviously we all know it's going to turn. It's just when I really want them to milk it, you know, milk it. And maybe when they're at their, their, I don't know, maybe at their, at their highest moment, he turns. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, after that, we got a Shayna, Naya, and Reginald video package, and we got a quick uh, bit of MVP, uh, Lashley, and uh, and they call uh, Lashley's ladies. Is that like the official uh, terminology being used by WB? Oh, is that is that a thing? I thought so. Oh, that could I be. So. I just always write them down as MVP brings some honeys to the suite. Oh, all right. Lashley's I thought I, I've been hearing I've been hearing the phrase Lashley's ladies of late. Yeah, Anyways, as, you, uh, as you can tell, man, it's difficult for me to pay attention during these three hours. It really yeah, is. I was paying attention to Lashley's outstanding orange suit. What a magnificent suit that man. was. It was magnificent. What an amazing suit. Yeah. There's some there's some uh, really quality uh, uh, dressers. On uh, and WB programming of late, yeah. No you got kid. Seth, you yeah. got MVP, you got Lashley, yeah. All just bringing great suits. Anyways, yeah. next Shayna Baszler versus Reginald. Uh, before the match begins, Naya is uh, talking to Reginald. You know, hey, you don't have to do this. Be careful. Uh, Reginald tells her, "I can handle Shayna." Uh, he says, "I faced Sasha. I faced Tamina." And Naya says, "Well, yeah, with my help, you did." And Reginald says he's got this, uh, and he asks asks her to watch the match from backstage. Don't come down to ringside. And Reginald does most of his usual cool stuff, where he's you know doing all sorts of crazy acrobatic moves to escape, uh, you know, moves and whatnot. Uh, there's this great bit where Shayna shoulder tackles him, mm-hmm. um, and he escapes the next move. Shoulder tackles him again. This time, Reginald uh, kips up. Shayna shoulder tackles him again, and while he's trying to kip up again, he catches or she catches his leg, DDTs it, starts working the leg over. She looks for the pattern and finds it. Yeah, totally. It was good. It was, yeah, it was really it was good. good. Yeah. So at the finish, Shayna sinks in the clutch. Pyro goes off in the corner. Reginald rolls up Shayna to get the win, and uh, he goes backstage. Nia's there. She's super happy that he won. Yeah. 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 The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, after that we had, was this the Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. interview up next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sort of like kind of relates himself to Kofi a little bit, but he talks about how Kofi put his obligations to others first. And he says, you know, I did that a long time ago, but I realized I had to put myself first. And he sort of rambled on about, I think having a kid or something. Well, he said he, he decided he wasn't going to have any children right now and focus on his career. Oh, okay, but didn't he say something like because when I do have a kid, I want to make sure something. Yeah, like he kind of goes off on like, okay something. And he's going to tell him a story about how he beat Brock, so on and so forth. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then we had Mason T Bar versus Lucha House Party. Uh, it had a we had a Mason T Bar promo. They talked about animals. Um, I like the, <laughs> the, the when T Bar started talking about bottom feeders. That made me that's a funny phrase to me. He said it with so vociferously. Bottom feeders. 
Uh, remember a couple weeks ago they had that Lucha House Party video where we were like, oh, are they going to start pushing them? Yeah, no. Uh, Mason t Bard's completely annihilated them. I'm yeah. on I'm on board with that, though. I like Mason T-Bar. I think they're great. They squashed the crap out of Lucha House Party. They did. They really did. It was it was pretty much absolute destruction. Uh, after that, uh, Alexa, she's in the playground. She's doing a bit of a tease for uh, Reginald's appearance later on in the show. We get a Seamus promo. Uh, he's going on another week, another victory. He can't he can't wait to go back on the road so he can defend his title in every major city. He talks about uh, how Ricochet and Humberto that they should have pride even in defeat, but yet they try to embarrass him. He says, I'll offer your participation trophy as close as you're going to get to this title. He then throws the video of them beating him up last week. He says, do they look like champs to you? That's nothing but scumbaggery right there. People are asking him why he hasn't defended his title. He says, because of people like them. He started this open challenge to find someone worthy of challenging for the U.S. belt. They're not worthy of lacing his boots. He's not going to take them on together as in a two-on-one handicap match. He's going to face them back-to-back. Then he'll send them back to catering where they belong. Again, a situation we knew exactly was going to happen. He's losing both those matches. Yeah, and he looked amazing in the process, by the way. Like, how is he not the baby face? He looked like a total badass here. Like, I know he lost. That's fine. But, like, uh, so his first match, Ricochet versus Sheamus, he's just killing Ricochet. Mid-match, Carrillo comes out. Ricochet rolls him up, gets the win. After yep. that, we had, uh, obviously, Carrillo's there, so we had Umberto Carrillo versus Sheamus. Now, Carrillo throws sort of a wayward forearm, and it lands a little too flush on Sheamus. He gets busted open. Yeah, he started bleeding from his nose pretty good. Uh, yeah, and he looked kind of shook at first, too. Um, Ricochet gets involved in this match. Uh, and then Creo gets a win with the roll-up, of course. And I'm like, how is Seamus the bad guy here? Like, God. Like, you have one of your best wrestlers putting together, like, a stellar year of matches. And he's got taken on two guys at the same time. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, next, we get a new Eva Marie video package. Seems like she's going to be wrestling. She was definitely in the ring, but she was sort of talking about that was her career like she, before she took a break and then it shows her like at the beach to illustrate her taking a break. Yeah. But then she's back in the ring training and she says something to the, the extent of, you know, uh, uh, I got unfinished business. Oh, okay. Then she's totally wrestling. Yeah. Again, I started tuning out because I was so excited about not doing this on Mondays anymore. Apologies. Yeah, I tell you're really looking to next, look, looking forward to next Tuesday. I'm looking ahead, man. This was very uh, exciting. An A and E biography about Bret Hart's coming up. And he paints in it. What do you think he was that. painting? Uh, him uh, shoot breaking Shawn Michaels' foot. Yeah, whatever it is, you. it's him. It's him yeah. in yeah. some state of. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> uh, next match on Raw Naomi and Lana versus Mandy and Dana. Uh, Natalia Tomito on commentary. Uh, Mandy and Dana get the win. They hit this uh, Smoa drop uh, kind of neckbreaker combo. Uh, for the W. Bit of a sloppy match, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, timing seemed off or something. I don't know what bit, it was, yeah, but it, 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 something seemed a little off about it. Uh, this next segment was disappointing. So Shelton Benjamin was taken on Cedric Alexander. A rematch that I don't mind because their series is tied 1-1. I feel like there's plenty you could do with this still. Mm-hmm, yeah. Instead of giving them a good 15-minute blow-off match and just putting this to rest... They have Shelton start really fast, looks for a powerbomb. Cedric sticks his thumb in his eye, hits neuralizer for the win. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, yeah. just pushing, pushing, Copy and pushing. paste. It was the, literally the same finish. I was, was like, wait week. a second. Yeah. They, they just said it was the same thing. Let me go back and, like, and the check whole my thing notes. Is, it's the same thing. When Cedric was making his way down the ring, or like, well, he's been saying this whole time. He learns. He adapts. Yeah. I you know. put something in front of him, he might fall for it the first time. Second time, he's not going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet he does the same thing. Like they can't even keep things consistent with their own characters. I know. I know. Uh, after that, we had Elias backstage trying to pep up Riker. Talks about going into battle. He's like, do you know what it's like to go into battle? And Riker says, yeah, I served in Iraq. And then walks away and Elias looks like an idiot. So they were doing this thing where Riker was, looks like when he walks down the ring for the match, he was the, described by commentary as catatonic. It was like he was so afraid of stepping in the ring uh, 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 against Amos that he was like, I don't know, he was like out of it. And that was, I think, why Elias was giving him an earful in this bit. They're doing a trance, a trance Riker thing, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so we got a Kofi interview. Uh, he talked about how uh, he's been able to achieve so much because of his family. He says he doesn't understand why Drew thinks he can take this cheap shots at him. He says, I respect him. Uh, but you can't respect the cheap shot about losing to Brock. He says, I was there. I know what happened. You might have blinked. You might have missed the whole thing. He says, but while we're taking cheap shots, let's not forget what happened two weeks ago. I did what Drew couldn't. I pinned Lashley on my first try. He says, Drew thinks he's going to run through me. That's not going to happen. Uh, they're going to leave it all out there, and when it's all said and done, he's going to beat Drew, and then he's going to beat Bob Lashley again at Hell in a Cell. I really hope that this isn't the last we get of Kofi as a main event player. I I much rather see that. I mean, yeah, you could do you could do both of them. You could do the whole thing, have the new day in the tag division thriving, and have Kofi in the main event. But if I had to choose, I want to see Kofi in that main event again. You know, how about this? You got Big E over on SmackDown. You get him up uh, challenging for world titles. You got Kofi on Raw challenged for world titles. And you get Xavier Woods winning the King of the Ring. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's good. That's good. I feel like as a as a tag team, I mean, I know they're putting on like cool outfits and stuff. They need some sort of freshening up of the New Day. Now, ever since they lost Big E, they need some sort of freshening up. You know? I don't know what. I don't know what. Maybe it's just aesthetics. Put on, like, start wearing suits instead. You know? I don't know. Something. Anyways. After that, we had AJ Styles and Amos versus Elias and Riker. Um, Elias uh, isolates AJ Styles at first. That's a typical AJ Styles-Amos match. Uh, Riker takes it to AJ. Goes for an Elias tag. As AJ is going for a tag for Amos, Elias jumps off the apron. Amos tags in. Absolutely destroys Riker. AJ tags in phenomenal forearm. For the win. Uh, the whole time Elias is up on the stage after he had gotten off the apron, he's sort of looking, and then he runs off. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Nia Jax comes up to talk to Reggie, says, are you sure you want to accept Alexa's invite to the to Alexa's playground? And he's like, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. Um, backstage, Elias is escaping the scene of the crime. He's being interviewed. The, the, what's his face? Comes up to him. Kevin. And, yeah, Kevin comes up to him and uh, Kevin Elias. Patrick, I think, is his name. He says Jackson is unhinged. He said, you know, when he first approached me, he wanted to walk with Elias. I don't want to mold him into something special. But last week, he ran off to save himself. But where was he when I when I helped him? Uh, he says, but he's unpredictable. Now that we're getting back with fans touring again, the idea of sitting in a car for hours next to Riker makes me sick. 
I don't want to be around him anymore. After that, we had Alexis Playground. She introduces Reginald, uh, congratulates him on his win, asks how does he feel about it. He says, apart from my leg, I feel great. But Lily interrupts. She has a question. There's a silence. Of course, Reginald can't hear a doll talk. Right, Lily, yeah, it's just a doll. Yes. So uh, Bliss says, oh, all right, here's the question. Uh, she wants to know about your time at Cirque du Soleil. And before he has a chance to answer, Shayna attacks him, mm-hmm. uh, takes his seat on the swing. Uh, Bliss tells Shayna she wasn't really invited to play today because Lily doesn't like her. Shayna tells Bliss she's becoming a problem. And you just saw how I handle my problems. Says before this gets out of, out of hand, we need to have a chat. I'll see you next week. And then Shayna kneels next to Lily and says, you're just a stupid doll. I was so hoping there'd be a cooler line of dialogue there. <laughs> or she just said that and took Lily and like, yeah, do something. Then, up you know? Something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like this here in chat, white Brownie says Elias, when he's interviewed says, I've seen his tweets. <laughs> he's like, man, I was looking at this thing called Twitter and I was going back in his timeline. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, after that, we're backstage. War machine is with, or what are they called? The, the Viking Raiders. They're they're with Mansoor, and they're explaining how live crowds work as if he hadn't been in front of massive crowds in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Anyways, they suggest he come up with a war cry. They think he should say raid. And so he tries it. They're like, hey, you're a good kid. Welcome to Raw, even though he's been there for like a month now. Yeah. Um, So then uh, they leave. Ali is just milling about. And he says, hey, be careful making friends around here. They'll stab you in the back. I know. DTA. Don't trust anyone. Mansoor says, so why should I trust you then? And Ali says, now you're getting it. Welcome to Raw, kid. Yeah. Uh, We're backstage again in Hurt Business uh, private locker room. They're partying it up. Uh, Kevin Patrick walks in for an interview. Uh, MVP says there is intrigue about who's going to lose to Lashley at Hell in a Cell. But he says, I I want to talk positive right now. He brings up Kofi Mania, how it brought him to tears. Uh, he says, yeah, Drew is a former champion. He says he respects my people as people, not as competitors. He said, we'd love to be ringside to watch the match. You know, he thought uh, Adam Pierce uh, threatened to suspend him was a bit harsh. But, hey, they're there. It's way better in their uh, private locker room than getting a 90-day suspension. And Lashley says, tonight it's all about the party at Hell in the Cell. There's nothing Drew or Kofi can do to end the almighty era. I did appreciate, though, during the match, Lashley was firmly, you know, locked in on the match itself. There was a great shot of them backstage, and Lashley's just watching, and the others are literally just dancing. There's, like, no music or anything. Um, But, uh, no, I like that Lashley is laser-focused on the match. And what a match it was. This was a hell, hell of a match um, that – Feature just to, so Kofi down the finish does hit a trouble in paradise, but Drew like stumbled back, found the rope when Kofi went for the pin. Um, in the end, Kofi goes up to the top. Drew catches a midair with a claymore to get mm-hmm. that win. Disappointing the outcome. I wanted to see this as either a triple threat; those can be fun, or just a straight up Kofi versus Lashley. I kind of figured this is going to be the way they would go, though. Um, but yeah, just if you have an opportunity, this is the match to watch from yeah. Raw from start to finish. Yeah, it really is. I really liked early on where Drew, obviously having the power advantage, was overpowering Kofi. And then Kofi, in the midst of Drew trying to do, I think this happened at least two, if not three times, 
Drew's going for a, a suplex. Mm-hmm. Kofi would get a, would roll him up. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was a good little touch. Yeah. And try sure. to string some, together some offense before you know Drew can mount a comeback. It was a good match. It was really good. Really good story being told. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Kofi came up short. Um, you got to think if Drew's going to get this title back, it's got to happen to Hell in a Cell. Oh yeah, yeah. This is going to be it. This is going to be it. It's either he's going to get the title back. I suspect this is going to be where Gender gets involved or. Something happens. I know he lost. He lost to Randy last year, so maybe this is going to be one more thing he ticks off. This is where I win it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a possibility. Uh, I'll be honest. I kind of feel like predicting it now would be before WWE even knows. I feel like over the next couple of weeks we'll get a better idea as to if they're going to run with Drew as champion leading into the going back into to the fan era, which would be one way to go about it. You know, fans are back. You want a baby face as champion. Maybe that's what you do, especially because you got Roman over there on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Who's a, who's a heel. Um, so I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll find out over the next couple of weeks, but I kind of feel like either they know it's going to be drew or they don't know what they I'll, want. I'll, I'll tell you what, if, if it ends up being a hell in a cell match, mm-hmm. Drew is probably going to win for the reasons you said, because he lost to Randy at hell. In the because cell he already year. lost. Yeah. To yes, Randy. This Drew story, at least before he lost the title really was all about him learning before he lost the title Lashley learning how to become a champion. Yeah. That was Drew's story. Vince's story is I'm waking up. What do I feel like doing today? I know. Uh, Rich here on the Patreon uh, says who else can WWE push into the title scene that hasn't ever been a champion? Damien Priest. I think it's Damien Priest. Probably obviously Keith Lee, wherever he is. Uh, Yeah, yeah, those are two good names. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hip Hop Hippo is crazy that Raw is so bad that most popular channels that discuss wrestling are choosing to just skip it entirely. It's it doesn't mean, like, by and large, it doesn't offer up anything. It doesn't. There's not, nothing really happens. And it's like, why am I sitting here for three hours? You know? Um, and it's like, you know, not to get too much into it, but it's like, yeah, what what we primarily function here going in raw is you know uh, critiquing uh, uh, current programming. So like we do, we are still gonna watch raw. You know, mm-hmm. other channels mm-hmm. have different approaches to how they handle their programming, and so they might yeah. have a bit more freedom to stop I mean, watching the, raw. The foundation of what we do is recapping and critiquing episodic television, mm-hmm. wrestling television. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Unless we wanted to completely we dismantle so that, which I don't think either yeah. of us are interested in i mean i mean it, it I guess depends if rock can get any worse then i guess maybe the conversation will need to have <laughs> if they can find new intriguing ways of being worse yep uh beans from the east as unpopular opinion i enjoy Shayna on main five times more than i ever did in nxt where she was a boring mma fighter with mostly in lame matches um, i think she's managed to unlock she seems more confident in terms of the the personality aspect of wrestling, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. And so I I, I, I understand that. I'd like I to thought see some of her matches her... in NXT were good, but I thought some of her matches in NXT were kind of just you know they were fine. I liked. I would like to see her with good sports entertainment creative. You know, like know. if she were to go to SmackDown and face Bianca Belair, that's something I'd like to see. You know, as a singles. Here, there's another thing about the second half of Shayna's NXT run when she had Duke and Shafir with her 
it just seemed like there's like two very distinct eras of, of Shayna's NXT That's run. Well, the first half, she was she was by herself and mm. she was running through everybody and being dominant. And the second half, they kind of booked her to a degree yeah. as kind of, not totally, but kind of the cowardly heel champ. Yeah. Yeah. And I much preferred the first half where she was just running through everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cameron Bartolazzo says, I got to admit, I loved Randy's mustache. He's got a goatee now. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, mm-hmm. what other raw superstars do you want to grow some facial hair? I mean, so many of them already do have facial hair. What about Riddle? Riddle grew a beard. Mm, he's a literal baby face. I think it works for him. Yeah, a lot of them already have it. Yeah, Amos has a beard. How about this? Just Amos has a bigger beard. He has like okay. a giant, like Riker type beard, where it's just huge. Okay, that thing okay. be cool. Uh, Punk's not dead in this promo tonight. In his promo tonight, Sheamus said something about creating the U.S. Open Challenge. Could they be planting the seeds for John Cena accepting his Open Challenge? Oh, he talked about defending it from night to night, uh, town to town. Could yeah. they be planting the seeds for John Cena accepting his open challenge when he returns? No, no. I, I, no. I mean, I, I, I understand what he's what what you're saying here, but I, I don't feel like John. They're gonna have John Cena do uh, have a Sheamus thing. No, um, if John, if if John if Cena comes back, it's world title or bust because he's got a record yeah. to break. It is Roman Reigns or bust. Um, it'd be awesome. It'd be really cool if they were at a you know a pay per view and maybe there was a reference to it. You know, showing us that this is all one connected universe. That'd be cool. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, Dang and Q, I get the feeling that when fans return, Riker is going to get the silent treatment. We shall see. We shall see. Curious about that. I'm curious about uh, reactions to a few things. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jorge D, mm-hmm. it is AD documentary. What will Brett rant about most? Goldberg? WCW, Shawn Michaels. I'd like to nominate another contender, Hulk Hogan. That's a good one. That's a good that's a good one. Oh man. Uh, what is he gonna rant most about? Those are all really good. I kind of feel like it's gonna be Bill. Really? It could be, because Bill's the one that kicked him in the head. It's, a, his w, it's a WWE produced thing. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, I, I'll, 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 I'll throw a dark horse out there. Vince Russo. I'll just throw or that Vince out there. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, too. Yeah, but Vince McMahon's producing it. This thing wouldn't exist with it. No, I'm sorry. He's not producing it. If it's not for WWE, this thing wouldn't exist. Right, isn't it like a co-production? I think it's a co-production, isn't it? Maybe. I think. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, I feel like without this, like, he's, I don't, I don't know. He's never been afraid to bite the hand that feeds him. So who knows? It could be Vince. Yeah, you know, he's a real motherfucker. They <laughs> <laughs> don't believe it either. <laughs> like he shows his, he shows the painting, and it's like him. And putting, it's him knocking out Vince. <laughs> he hits him in the locker room, and Sean is there in the corner, thinking that they're all going to beat yeah, him, cowering now. in the corner, Cow- crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, he's a real motherfucker, you know. And <laughs> Vince McMahon, uh, Eddie Brock's Venom. Who do you think will be on the cover of WWE 2K22? Hopefully, it's Bret Hart punching Vince McMahon. It's Bret Hart's yeah. painting. With the 2K22 logo above it. That'd be great. Painted by him. It hits different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I hit Vince different. This game's a real knockout. (laughs) Collision physics are great in this game. (laughs) (laughs) Collision. When my fist fist collides with Vince, you know. Uh, Who should be on the cover? I still feel like the New Day should be on the cover. I think that'd be great. That'd be terrific. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Bianca and um, Bianca and Roman. Roman was was Roman already on the cover. He was he was on the last one, I think. That's why I did so terribly. Uh, Wow. Bianca and uh, Jey Uso with his right hand. Okay. Okay. That's good. Uh, night by night today, a group of friendly extraterrestrials gave you temporary possession of a magic red and black super suit. They've entrusted you to find the next greatest American hero. What raw superstar would you most likely uh, give the suit to? Believe it or not, Jackson Riker's George walking on air. Home. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Jackson Riker. Oh, terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> so blander. Give yeah, it to Cody. I know it's, I know it's not a raw superstar. Um, Kofi Kingston. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, Mr. Breeze and Gentle, thank you for the bits. Uh, Anthony R says, I've enjoyed seeing some different talent on screen tonight. Mansoor, Mustafa, even Mace and T-Bar getting getting the win was nice. Now do you think they're going to follow up with this and sort of maybe build some small storylines out of any of these people? Or is this they need to fill a three-hour show? I mean, dude, even on SmackDown, a show that we both really enjoy, didn't follow up on Aleister Black coming out and messing up uh, Big E from the week before this past week on Friday. So I think it'd be awesome if they were to start building these, you know, these stories instead of just copying like another Cedric Shelton match with an eye poke. It would be great if they would do that. Um, I would love for them to do that. Yes, do that. Will Mm -hmm. they? Evidence doesn't look great. 
uh, White Brownie, you both decide to go to Ikea for some hot dogs, because let's be honest, Ikea is only good for its food court. They used to have good cinnamon rolls there. They did, yeah. Uh, you can only choose one topping for your hot dog. What's your topping? I mean, number one, oh, if I'm going to go to a store for a hot dog, it's going to be Costco. Those things are awesome. Awesome. But that's not the premise of the question. It's Ikea. One one uh, topping? Yeah. Does nacho cheese count? Otherwise, it's mustard. I don't know if they they offer nacho cheese at Ikea. Probably not. This is mustard. Ketchup. Ketchup. Uh, game world. Obviously, money and financials aside, are you guys happy with the state of where going and raw is? In case that's too personal, what is one thing you wish to add, take away from the current format uh, you use to broadcast your content? Reviewing Raw on Monday night. <laughs> I want to take that away. We took we took that away on Mondays, anyways. Mondays yeah. are going to be awesome now. Um, I, I wish I I wish that YouTube would not. And I understand why they do it. I get what they're going for. They reward content that is what they feel is bingeable. Is we do a podcast, they want people, it, 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 they wanted to dump people into another podcast and so on and so forth. I would love if YouTube wasn't so rigid with that, so that stuff like 10 for the win would do better just sort of by virtue of its own thing, as opposed to us having to wait and hope that it goes viral. Some of the sillier content that I now do over at Friendoville, the WrestleJuice stuff, which I really enjoy. I feel like I have to put that on its own channel for it to have any chance. Otherwise, it's going to do the standard 5,000 views. And like over on its own channel, 5,000 is really good. But over here, I would expect it to do more because we have a larger audience. Um, so that's why I put that stuff over there because I enjoy producing stuff that's goofier, that's more comedy. Um, you know, uh, I, I wish that I could bring that over to Going In Raw. But I just know that it's going to get lost in the shuffle and it's going to yeah. die on the vine. So I, yeah, I put it over at Friendoville. What's happened by and large with short form content. We did it. Mm-hmm. We do it on Going and Raw. Because yeah. for whatever reason, Going and Raw, as in, in the eyes of YouTube, is long form video content channel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that doesn't stop sometimes like a news brief from taking off. Like, you know, we the, the 20 minute news briefs um, will often do pretty good as well. But I think they consider that part of the longer form video Mm -hmm. content that the channel is just understood as Mm -hmm. and that's that's simply a reality of the marketplace you know whenever you own a business you have to adjust to the to adjusting marketplaces and i understand that or adjusting markets rather um and so you know i i enjoy the stuff i'm doing with wrestle juice and this is where i do this stuff and i wish i could combine them both but that's just the way it is uh, Patrick Oliva, future punishment, have to watch uh, Cody's reality show full season in one sitting. That's a great. That's a great idea for a punishment. That's a great idea for a punishment. That's a, that's a punishment right there. That is a punishment. That's just a lot of reality TV to watch. If it's let's say they give it a ten episode run and it's a uh, twenty minutes each, that's not terrible. I mean, that's doable in it's one sitting. Hours. Yeah, three plus hours, three mm-hmm. half hours. That's about as much Cody as I could stand. Yeah, Shane's birthday tweet would Rhea benefit from being either a heel or face all the time instead of this weird book tweener they have her being now. Oh, who's this they're talking about? Rhea. They're not gonna. She. It's gonna be until she goes to SmackDown that they figure out that they, they have no idea who she's supposed to be. She can't read that dialogue and 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 no. be convincing. No. 
it's it's horrible. I mean, it's just we we mentioned this before, man, about like you know NXT will prepare uh, 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 wrestlers for the production aspect of Raw, but it's obviously not preparing them for grabbing a script with five minutes till your 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 segments on and memorizing stuff and coming off as convincing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Lankick with his first episode of Raw under his belt is Jimmy Smith already better than Adnan Verk after was after his fourth. Do you think he'll be in it for the long haul? Yes, I do think that he is way better than Adnan Verk. He's a better fit. Um, I have no idea if he's going to be in it for the long haul. It's up to him and WWE. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Crossface Chicken saying, I really don't understand how Damian Priest beat Piz and Morrison over and over only to show up for a backstage segment. How can you win a feud only to disappear? That is WWE like storytelling right now. It's so like, hey, Alistair Black came back. Big return. Black masses. Big E. Oh, that's going to... And then they just don't happen. And that's on the good show. I know. That's on the good one. I know. Uh, Oh, here we are. I haven't heard from Nemo in a while. Here's Nemo. Uh, Been doing a lot of Googling. How many days has X happened? Come to find out on Sunday the 13th. Loki will have been the Larson Libre champion for 666 <laughs> days. That is awesome. She says, how should we celebrate? By taking them to that one meal you took them Steak. out to yes. to watch them, to, to have them watch you eat by yourself. Yes, yes, yes. 100%. Um, okay, we'll finish with this one. Wolfpack for Life asks... Because Shrimp That Sid was victorious, how would you book in his prime Sid on today's WWE? Oh, man. I don't know how. <laughs> Sid would last like three weeks and be like, eh, softball time. You know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I have a feeling that he would not be down being handed a script. No. Uh, no. You know? It would be completely muddied up. Yeah, a lot of today's stuff isn't fit for the older school wrestler. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back with our Monday Night Raw review next Tuesday around noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard 
just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.